Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I am so excited to be with you once again on today. You know, I get so excited when I when I have the opportunity to spread God's word that that I begin to trip over my words and I begin to to kind of rush my words out. Well, when you're unscripted, that means the word of God is already written inside of you. His word has already taken root in your life and you get so excited to tell someone about the goodness of God that you begin to trip over your own words. So forgive me if I do that. That's just the excitement I have to be able to do this podcast, to be able to share this word, to be able to help others build relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, I am just so grateful and so thankful for the opportunities that the Lord has provided to me and to 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 others who call on the name of the Lord for their salvation. I'm just, again, just so amazed at the things that he has done in this year of 2020. And even though the year of 2020 is not over, that just means there is more to come. You see, a lot of people will see the reality of the situation, but they do not see the vision upon which the, 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 the situate, the, um, let me get my words right. They do not see the vision upon which direction that the Lord has planned for our lives. You see, some people will see the reality and base it off of just that. Oh, woe is me. I can't do anything because this year has just uh, uh, suppressed me and has just taken things from me. Or you could look at it this way. The Lord has called my name early in the morning and I got up and I'm able to praise his name for just that, that alone. And if the Lord does nothing else, he's done enough for me. But some people don't see it that way. Yes, there is death in this world. Yes, there is hatred in this world. Yes, there is killing in this world. In fact, the Michigan government had to had to arrest people who wanted to to do harm to their own governor. So, yes, there is hatred in this world. But you know what? It is nothing that takes God by surprise and it is nothing that we should be afraid of because as I've said before in this podcast and I'll say again today what has this world given to you that would make you want to stay here you see there's going to come a time when that sky is going to open and those who have called upon the name of the Lord will end up with the Lord in eternal salvation and those who haven't will end up with the Lord only to be dismissed into eternal damnation. Because see, Paul writes, first comes death, then comes the judgment. Then from the, from the judgment comes either salvation or damnation. In fact, the Bible talks about that over in uh, John chapter five and verse 19, when Jesus is talking about his authority, he says these words, Truly, truly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of his own, but only what he sees the father doing. 
For whatever the father does, the son does likewise. For the father loves the son and shows him all that he himself is doing and greater works than these will he show him so that you may marvel for as the father raises the dead and gives them life. Also, the son gives life to whom he will. The father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the son that all may sorry, may honor the son just as they honor the father. Whoever does not honor this honor, the son does not honor the father who sent him. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He who does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. Let me read that again, just in case, because I kind of read it kind of kind of uh, plainly. He says, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes in him who sent me has eternal life. Stop. Then he follows up and he says, he does not come into judgment, has passed from death to life, meaning some of us who are not going to pass on to life are going to remain in the judgment of death. Jesus goes on to say, truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the son of God and those who will hear will live. For as the father has life in himself, so has he granted the son also to have life in himself. And he has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the son of man. Do not be marveled at this for an hour is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. I believe the Lord has said a whole lot in that passage. And I pray that you have listened to that message and to, to that passage, because we were my coworkers and I, when I say we, my coworkers and I, my new job, I'm, you know, getting uh, acquainted with, we decided that we were going to have our meeting while we were uh, eating over lunch on yesterday. And so we went to this restaurant and while we were standing there waiting for a table, we were behind a group of individuals who uh, partic participate in the alternative lifestyle, meaning the the um, what, what 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 we what we call the LGBTQ community uh, lifestyle. And on her shirt, this particular young lady was wearing it was the word "God is dope." And because I have an unscripted voice meaning the word of God is already inside me. It's not something that I have to struggle and fight for each week to get a message to. Uh, God reminded me that to some people, he can be put in a box because he is dope. But the reality of what people are headed for by choosing the world over God 
is that there is no relationship with him. You see, people who have a relationship with the son will only go on to see the father because Jesus has said, no man comes to the father, but by me. If you have a dispute with that, pray about it. But this individual had on a shirt that said, God is dope. Well, how do they know that God is dope? You see, God is dope because to them, they can put God in a box. God is what they want God to be to them. God is an excuse to them to do the things that they do, to live the lifestyle they want to live. But the word of God says that God has already given them over to a reprobate mind to do the things that ought not to be done while in the body. And yes, we have brothers who love brothers that ought to love their wives the way they love brothers and sisters love sisters the way they ought to love their husbands. But that is the world we live in. We also live in a world of hate. We also live in a world of, of, of crime, murder, we live in a world of where you think it, you can become it. That's the type of world that we have become. But I'm here to tell you, Traveling Pulpit family, the, the world that God is creating. When Jesus told, told Thomas that in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not, I wouldn't have told you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come and take you to myself again. I just read that to you without that relationship with Christ. A lot of people are going to miss out on that great day that is coming. They do not think that that day is coming because to them, their God is dope. Well, which God are you serving? You see, if you do not have a relationship with the son, you do not have a relationship with the father. You have a relationship with the world's God who can grant blessings and who can give good gifts to. But if you side yourself to, to the world, you make yourself an enemy to God and traveling pulpit family. I'm just here to let you know you have the opportunity to make a relationship right with Christ. I've heard a song one time. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. Well, let me tell you something about a friend. I have an 18-year-old son, uh, a 30-year-old daughter, and a 16-year-old daughter. Now, I didn't have the opportunity to tell my oldest child when she was younger, but I told her year, years later, like I told my, my younger two children, I am not your friend. I am your parent. I am your dad. Because a friend is someone that you can lose respect for. I told my son and I told, told my two girls, I'll be anything you want me to be. I'll be your partner, your pal, your, your side, your sidekick, you know, your, 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 your buddy, but I will not be your friend because a friend is someone that you can lose interest in. You can lose contact with, and you can lose respect for, and that is not going to be me. And I believe that our father has told us the same thing. That he is not our friend. He is our God. He is our creator. I believe there will be a time when we may 
in our imagination or my imagination, I can imagine a lot of things in that great day when we are with him for eternity. I imagine things will be different. But for right now, I do not see the father or the son as a friend. I see the father as a creator. I see the son as a savior. And I see the Holy Spirit as a sustainer. But a friend, I just can't wrap my head around that. But traveling pulpit family, you draw your own conclusion because I've drawn mine. And I understand what the scriptures have have taught me. I understand what the scriptures have told me. And I understand what the scriptures have shown me. They called him master. And Jesus rejected that. Why do you call me master? Because you don't do what I ask you to do. They called him teacher because he taught. They call him Christ because he's the king. And they call him Jesus because that's his name. Yeshua. But that young lady wore that shirt yesterday, prancing around and parading how God is dope. And you know, to her, her God is dope because her God can be controlled. And her God has her doing the things that he wants her to do. But she does not know the God. She does not know the creator. You want to talk about something dope? Let me tell you about something dope. God came upon nothing and made something. God took water and took a sheet of water and lifted it up and it became sky. That's dope. God told the water to release the ground that was up under it and it did. Then he told the water to only come this far and come no further. Now you tell me what's dope about that. Now that's God's dopeness right there. That's the type of God I want to be in relationship with. Then God told a serpent that the seed of the woman would bruise, would, 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 would break his, would, would, would crush his skull and you'd bruise his heel. Then he gave us his son. I don't, I don't care who you are or, or, or how you try to figure that out. There is no other way God being dope than that. Traveling pulpit family, we have an opportunity to go out into this world and tell about God's true dopeness. We have the opportunity to go out there and, and have the power of, of the living God inside of us through the relationship of his son with the Holy Spirit holding us together, not with fear, but with focus and determination. And if necessary, we use words. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you something. You know, God spoke to the world through his son. You want to know what God said? God said these words over in Luke 9, let me find the chapter. Let me find it. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, chapter 35. It's called the transfiguration. God spoke out of a cloud saying, this is my son, my chosen one. Then God says, listen to him. 
And when the voice had spoken, after the, the voice had spoken, Jesus was standing alone. But before he was standing with Elijah and Moses, upon which Peter wanted to build three altars, one for each of them. But it was not possible because they were not there to stay. They were there to deliver to deliver a message. And that message from the father is listen to my son. If there is no relationship with the son, there is no relationship with the father. That's why in this world, it is so hard for for some people to say in Jesus name. If you look at your currency right now, it says in God, we trust. In God, we trust. Yes, I understand the government put that on money. And I understand that that the government recognizes that that is because when the government began, it was God who began the government. Look at Isaiah 55. The government shall be on his shoulders. So who do you think the government is resting upon right now? They may not say that they need direction because they think they have it figured out. But we are praying for the government, aren't we? Aren't we traveling pulpit family? We're praying that, 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 that Jesus, the relationship we have with him, will relay to his father and through, through our prayers that the right decision will be made for this government. And we're not made to stay in this world, traveling pulpit family. You know that we're just passing through. But while we're here, we have an opportunity to share the gospel with one another, which is why I believe, I believe this. God made it so that the building called the church would close so that the real church could appear. If you notice when Jesus said that upon this rock, which was Peter's statement, that he is the son of the living God. When Jesus said, said that upon this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell won't prevail against it. He wasn't talking about the building because when the building got built, everything that, that, that was said about Jesus went out the window because then the man who was in the building, he had to figure out how to fill the parking lot, how many charismatic messages he could speak, how many buckets he, uh, uh, he could pass around to collect the money in. That's not the church. That's not, no, that's not the church. That's a building. That's a business. And you got to, you got to have that money to pay that, pay that rent. Or you got to have the money to pay that mortgage and that light bill and that water bill and that gas bill. No, the church are its people. The gathering is coming together, not necessarily in a building. Right now we're under, we're under a, a restriction where we're all online. Right now you're hearing a message through a podcast. That's the church. Share this message, share this with, with others who are in the church. The traveling pulpit ministries do not exist for, for, for nothing. We as the traveling pulpit family, we are establishing ourselves as a bona fide ministry of God to reach the loss to build relationship with those that we have no relationship with, to tell them what it is to be in a relationship with Christ Jesus. That leads to the relationship to the father, because I believe the father knows no one outside of his son, even though he sees us, but he cannot see us without the blood of his son. 
traveling pulpit family. I know I'm I'm kind of going on right now on my own accord and everything. But you know what? This is what the unscripted message does. The unscripted message is about delivering the word. And if I've done that, then I've done my job. And if not, then the Lord will hold, hold, hold me accountable to it. But I'm grateful for every opportunity that I have to come and share this gospel message with you. Because the Lord said that his word will not come back to him void. And it won't. But here's an opportunity for you to go out and tell someone how dope Jesus is and what he's done for you. See, the world doesn't want to hear that name because the world has no relationship with that name because that name is the name that is above all names. It cannot be boxed. It cannot be thrown into a, a small container and put on the shelf until needed. It cannot be put in glass and said only break until Christmas. No, it cannot be that. That name that is above all names will never, will never be maintained or controlled. Jesus wants us to know that he wants that relationship with you. Will you give him that opportunity? Will you share this message with someone that you think needs that opportunity? And will you share this message with someone who already has that relationship? See, the traveling pulpit wants to reach the unchurched as well as encouraging the already faithful. Because even the faithful get tired sometime, even in a world like this. So we have to encourage one another. Well, traveling pulpit family, that is my time for the day. I want to thank you for allowing me once again to come in to share the word of God with you. There are so many wonderful things that are happening right now. Uh, at TravelingPulpitMinistries.com. I just ask that you will go by and check some things out. Things are changing. Uh, you know, nothing stays the same. What you see today, you may not see on next week, but things are going to change for the better. Things are getting better. We, um, uh, um, the team that I have partnered with has just said, look, let's get this out here. Let's get this out here right now because people need the traveling pulpit. People want to hear from the traveling pulpit. And now that the traveling pulpit before traveling pulpit ministries.com came on the scene, just traveling pulpit podcast has been international. So that is a blessing in 2020. The traveling pulpit podcast was born in April of 2019 and is now close to 1,000 total plays. That is something that says something. That says that there is a relationship to be had with Jesus and that we are doing our part as a podcast family, as a ministry. You're hearing this over a podcast, but we are a ministry family. That's what this is all about. This is not about me. This is all about Jesus. This is all about the opportunities to build a relationship with Jesus. And I encourage you, check out traveling pool, traveling pulpit ministries.com. Uh, you can now find it on Google and you can also find it on Yahoo. We've yet to cross the threshold of Bing, but you know what? We're going to be operating in all uh, search engines very, very soon. I have no doubt about that. We've come this far and yet we've still got so much further to go. I want to thank the team that I'm working with 
I want to thank you for making the traveling pulpit what is it, what it is already. And I also want to thank God because of the relationship that I have with Jesus that has given me the opportunity to to reach out and to do this has given me the gift and the resources and the people. You see, we're all in this together. We are a family. And if you're listening to the Traveling Pulpit podcast, uh, visiting or being a part of TravelingPulpitMinistries.com, you're a part of that family also. You know, it's not about, uh, uh, you know, putting your name on a membership card or, or giving us your phone number or your email address. No, that's not what that's about. That does not make you a member. What makes you a member is your relationship with Christ. I don't have anything to do with it. I'm just the person who has a relationship with Christ telling you about my relationship with Christ, praying that you will build a relationship with Christ. That's what it's all about. That's how you become a member of TravelingPulpitMinistries.com. And I want you to be a member. I want you to be a part of this family because this family is growing and it's not going to stop growing. And I want you to be a part of this, no matter where you are in the world. As I said before, Traveling Pulpit Podcast is international, meaning that this podcast is being heard around the world. Praise God. Yes. This is an international podcast. And I encourage you in this country and in countries around the world, share this message with your friends, your family, your neighbors, If necessary, play this out loud in the marketplace. Let people hear the name of Jesus being lifted up. And if necessary, while you're out there, and if you can't uh, uh, play the Traveling Pulpit podcast, be the Traveling Pulpit. Take the word of God with you wherever you go. Read your Bible. Build a relationship with Christ. And tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. And if necessary, use words. Traveling Pulpit family, I'm Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice. I look forward to doing this again with you on next week. I love you. And I will say goodbye for now.